So this is the Sheldon Art Museum behind me and uh, it's one of the most important pieces of architecture on the campus and in, indeed in Lincoln. Uh, it was designed by an architect called Philip Johnson who uh, many people feel was the one of the most most significant modern architects. He, he really brought the idea of modern architecture to, to the US. Um, so this is uh, one of his later buildings. It was completed in 1963, and it's it really a shift between his earlier modern style and uh, a style that uh, has more kind of traditional qualities to it. So um, the reason I say that is because when you look at this building, you're a little bit reminded of uh, a Greek classical temple, right? So uh, it's an abstracted form of Greek classical temple. Uh, it has these uh, elegantly shaped kind of columns and what we call engaged columns, which are the columns that are on the wall. And it, it, it is very symmetrical, right? So like a classical temple, it has a, a major axis. Um, the building is divided up into, into three portions, which are two solid, more opaque volumes on each side that house the uh, exhibition spaces. And then this wonderful, uh, very tall kind of glass atrium space in the middle. And so when you're within this building, you can look out to the east and the west on the campus. It's a great place for people to gather, a big public space in the center of it. Uh, I think Philip Johnson described museums as being a little bit like the uh, the contemporary kind of churches or uh, uh, sort of meeting halls, you know. And so the building needed to have a very kind of prominent uh, uh, position within the city and have have a very um, powerful kind of symbolic meaning. Meaning. So you see that it's obviously the building is is white. It's very. Uh, it has a lot of kind of presence to it. It sort of sits on a podium, so it feels a little bit sculptural as well. That kind of elevates its importance, and uh, and it's you can walk all the way around it. It has it has these. Uh, it's attractive from kind of different sides. The other thing you'll notice when you come to the campus at night, they light this building up. They light it up from from underneath, and it is a really stunning, powerful building. So. This is the Sheldon Art Museum. We're going to have a look at it a little bit more close up, but this is one of the most important buildings on, on the campus. So uh, one of the uh, important aspects of architectural education is to teach you how to appreciate buildings uh, that are really, really well made and have uh, are good materials and nicely crafted. So we're standing up close next to the Sheldon Museum and this is a good opportunity to, to, to demonstrate how uh, a, a well-crafted building looks and comes together. So, things to notice about this. I mean, first of all, this building is, is clad in a stone called travertine, which is a limestone. Uh, but when you look at it closely, you can see actually that there, there are shells in there. You know, it, it came from a sedimented limestone. Um, but what, some of the things that we really appreciate about this building is the way in which the architect sculpted the columns and, and the arches with different subtle curves of different types, right? So this has a curve at the bottom. Uh, it goes up to have more elliptical curves where it, 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 it meets the roof at the top. 
here and how carefully the geometry of this building is is sort of shapes the exterior of the building and and that's very significant for a number of ways but particularly to do with the crafting of uh, of, of the architecture um, so um, it's important to come up and really look really closely at a building like this to get a full appreciation of of proper proper making and proper craft and and really good quality materials so uh, making curved shapes out of stone is very difficult uh, it uh, takes a lot of work and a lot of craft so when you look at this building closely you'll see how the stone is ground down to create the shapes of the columns. And then as we look up the building, those columns then turn into elliptical arch shapes. And then on the other side of the elliptical arch shapes, we have little coffered ceilings and little domes in the ceiling. So when you look at those little 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 uh, coffers up there, the, the, the underside of the roof, they're covered in gold leaf. So at night when they're lit up, that gold leaf kind of creates a glow in the in the uh, in the shape below the below below the roof there. So um, the overall impression of this building is that taking something like stone and working it into these elegant shapes is is uh, creates this sort of architectural feeling a little bit like you know that material is animated. It sort of comes alive. It has a, a sort of sculptural and and figurative quality that uh, is one of the ways in which we can describe good architecture. We're standing here in the main hall of the Sheldon Art Museum, and I want to introduce Erin Hannes, Curator of Academic Engagement, and Melissa Yoon, Associate Curator of Exhibitions. And we're going to look at some of the gallery spaces here, talk about the art collection, and learn a little bit about what the Sheldon does. So we're standing in the Perry Gallery and I'm going to ask Erin and Melissa to talk a little bit about the art collections here and some of the educational initiatives. So in the Perry Gallery we currently have an iteration of Sheldon Treasures on view. Um, this is an exhibition that really showcases the highlights of our collection and as you can see in this space um, we have great strengths in American modernism and post-war abstraction and contemporary art as well. In this current gallery, we paired the paintings um, so that they can facilitate a new conversation as viewers um, can compare and contrast each of the works. And this is one of four exhibitions we currently have on view. And our exhibition cal calendar actually aligns with the university's academic calendar so that we open two seasons of exhibitions per year, one in the fall, to coincide with the fall semester and one in the spring. For fall of 2021, we are opening four very exciting exhibitions. Sheldon Treasures will continue. And then we are opening a show of prints given to the museum by um, two longtime supporters. And then we are opening another show that highlights um, large abstract paintings. The final show we are opening in the fall is an exhibition that really focuses on waste or garbage and thinking about it from very different ways and that exhibition will be curated um, by a faculty member here at the university. Thinking about ways students 
engage with the museum, often there are classes, faculty and instructors who bring their classes to the museums to either tour an exhibition, um, maybe do an assignment, just be inspired creatively. Uh, we also have a really exciting group called Sheldon Student Advisory Board, or SSAB. And Melissa and I work really closely with students. It's undergraduates in any major. You don't have to have any experience with art or museums, just a general interest and curiosity. And we are going to be meeting in the fall semester every Friday from 4 until 5 p.m. And we'll be working with SSAB to help us with some of our first Friday programming. And one of the really exciting programs um, uh, opportunities that SSAB does is to help us identify one work of art for acquisition, so a work of art that the museum will purchase to become part of the permanent collection each year, and that work then goes on view um, in the spring semester. So a really important and exciting opportunity to get to meet other students, learn a bit about museums, um, and really leave a mark on the Sheldon Museum of Art and the larger University of Nebraska Lincoln community. So what we have here is Edward Hopper's painting titled Room in New York, and this is one of the most beloved paintings in our um, collection. And what we see here is um, we, we as viewers are actually standing outside of this building looking into this room through the window at two figures. And the, the myriad of emotions and connotations that um, this painting evokes is really um, one of the reasons why so many people are drawn to this painting. And really this work is um, also important for our collection because it really starts to open up so many different conversations that we can have um, using this work, thinking about, you know, the city of New York, and also thinking about painting more broadly. And in this um, comparison that we've constructed here, we are actually using Edward Hopper as um, the starting point to really think about his influence on a number of photographers that we have on view. We have two photographs by Robert Adams um, at the top of this grid, two photographs by Robert Frank, and then finally at the far right of the screen, we have a photograph by Lee Friedlander. So in this comparison, we're really thinking about how um, the compositional methods that Edward Hopper uses in this um, painting has really been picked up on and really expanded upon by these photographers. And just as a fun fact about this Edward Hopper painting, um, it just came back from tour. It was um, in Indianapolis and Richmond, Virginia recently as part of this large and really important exhibition, thinking about Edward Hopper and the paintings and depictions that he made of hotels and how travel was so important for his um, work. So really, this one painting, like I said earlier, can really open up so many different conversations that we can have here at the museum. So we're in one of the upstairs galleries here. This is a typical space where artworks are exhibited. Uh, you can come and visit this building. It's open you know, most, during most weekdays. So this is a great place to just come and wander around, look at artworks, get inspired by different, different, types, of, uh, different types of painting and photography. Um, the spaces are nice and tall, they're really well lit, and this is one of the experiences that you can have when you come to UNL. 
So this exhibition is titled Person of Interest, and this spans actually all nine of Sheldon's upstairs galleries. This is only one small portion of this large, wide-ranging exhibition. As you can see from the objects around us, um, this exhibition really focuses on the human form and really thinks about um, the expressive qualities of the human form and also how um, the human body, how we dress, how we um, present ourselves are important markers or important kind of presentations of different aspects of our identity. And so this exhibition really asks us to really look at the works on view, the people that are being depicted, and then really think about ourselves and how we then um, relate to um, different different individuals that we come in contact with each day and think about our place within um, our different communities. So one of the really exciting things that we did with this large exhibition this year, thinking about student and faculty engagement, was to have a symposium. So we had a call for proposals for either papers or creative projects in any kind of medium. Um, from students and staff and faculty across the university somehow responding to or engaging with works in this exhibition. And then we had uh, those projects posted onto Sheldon's website so everyone could see them and we had a conversation, a really exciting, interesting um, symposium conversation. So just another example of how we try to get students engaged with what we do here at the museum. So the Sheldon is not the only place you experience art on the campus. And in fact, uh, all around, all around the buildings, all around the campus, there are pieces of, uh, of uh, outdoor sculptures by very well-known artists. So when you're wandering around, you can come and visit them. So this is one example. Uh, this is a sculpture by an artist called Richard Serra. Uh, for architects, it's very important work because uh, it shows uh, an interesting relationship between structure and sculpture and form. Uh, this is made out of solid core 10 steel. It's an amazing sculpture. It uh, still is incredibly thick. And when you come and look at it, you'll notice that it's sort of leaning over and it's curved. So how does that work in terms of structure? It's very subtle and it's very beautiful. Anyway, I'm going to ask Erin uh, and Melissa to come and talk about it. But this is the Richard Sarah sculpture on campus. So Richard Serra is a really important uh, sculptor from the 1960s onward. He's known for doing really large sculptures with steel, similar to this. Um, he also earlier in his career did works um, that were more related to process art. For example, he took some hot molten lead and flung it in his studio. And part of that was the performance, but also the documentation of it. In any case, with this work, it's titled Greenpoint, and that title relates to the location of his studio in Brooklyn, and the artist actually specifically chose this location for this sculpture. So you can hear, hopefully, maybe in the background, the bells that are going off. If you're on campus, it's really interesting to look through the sculpture and actually walk through it and see how it frames other buildings on campus. And also really pay attention to how you feel as you walk inside this space and how the sound changes and how your relationship to your surroundings change. That's something that the artist really um, is thinking about with this relatively simple sculpture uh, made out of Corten steel.